Hello and welcome here today. So today I'm going to be talking about belly fat. So maybe your belly fat, that weight around the middle is slowly creeping up. Maybe you're in perimenopause or menopause and you're wondering, is it even possible to lose belly fat? Maybe I'm 40, 50 and it really seems stuck and not possible. So I'm going to be breaking that down today in this episode. Hi friends, and welcome to the Healthy Beyond 40 show. I'm Michelle, mama four and military wife. I have my doctorate in physical therapy and I'm an online personal trainer, health coach, and yoga teacher. Do you wish that you had more energy and could get into shape? Do you feel like you're struggling to lose weight? Maybe you've tried a diet before, but it just wasn't sustainable, and now you don't know how to get started. We're gonna look at health holistically here, and most importantly, keep things simple and quick. If you're ready to develop healthier habits, exercise consistently, and lose weight sustainably without long workouts or following strict diets, then you're in the right place. In this podcast, I bring together my expertise with real life strategies. No magic pill here, so lace up those shoes and get moving. So let's dive right into the topic today. So if you are curious about belly fat, also check out episode number 34. I did an episode on exercises to lose belly fat. So these sort of go together. So the thing that gets a little tricky is that everyone's different. We don't want to hear that, but everyone's different. Their hormones work different, what they're eating, what they're doing, and all those things makes our body work a little differently. So this is what I work on with my clients. I really take that customized approach because not everyone's the same. When I do the personal training with my clients, I'm really seeing what is working for them, what level are they at, what can they stay consistent with so that they can be successful. The same thing as we do health coaching. We're really looking at what people need and how we can adjust things if it's not working for them. Maybe because one, it's just not working or two, that they can't fit it into their schedule or something about it they're having resistance to. So one of my clients, she recently went down a whole pant size. She was able to bump the intensity of her exercise up a little because she had this good foundation. She was gaining strength. She was gaining aerobic capacity. So we were able to bump those workouts up and she was also doing good with her nutrition and her pant size went down. So no matter what age you are, if you are willing to have hope, if you believe that you can do this, and if you're willing to make changes, then there is room for you to make some improvement and for you to make changes. So if we don't even believe we can do this, we're not going to actually take the actions to do that. And we have to have that willingness that, hey, we're going to have to do some things differently if we want to see a different result. So I just want to encourage you guys, as you listen to this episode, if you feel stuck and you know that you need encouragement and support, maybe you have everything else nailed down in your life. Your job is going well, your house is flowing well, but this whole thing with your health is where you're stuck. That is where coaching and personal training comes in to really support you and help you move forward. So there's gonna be a link down below to set up a free call and we can just chat and talk about this and see where you're struggling and seeing where you're stuck. So as we talk about this today, we have typically been told when we want to lose weight that we need to exercise more and we need to eat less. The problem with this is that when we do that, we're having a drastic reduction in the calories we're consuming and we're also drastically burning off more calories and our body doesn't like that. And what can happen is that it can lead to hormone imbalances. So we have the hormones when we think about females like estrogen and progesterone, but we also have thyroid hormones. 
Women also have testosterone and growth hormone and all these hormones together along with insulin that helps regulate our blood sugar and cortisol, our stress hormone. All of these orchestrate together and they affect our ability whether we're losing weight or not. So there's a lot more to this and we don't want to get our body into a state of stress by exercising so much and not eating enough that our body is stressed and holding on to that weight. And I just want to share some other things that can affect hormones. If we're not eating enough healthy fats, then we can't synthesize the hormones that we need to. So our body produces hormones and we also get rid of them. So if our body isn't detoxifying well, our liver is meant to detoxify. If that process isn't going well, then we may not be getting rid of stuff in our body that we need to for our hormones to work well. Also, things like artificial sweeteners can throw off our hormones and throw our body out of whack. And as I mentioned before, stress has such a big impact. So if we're not sleeping well, if we're constantly running, if we're constantly stressed out, our hormones are not going to function well. And as we're talking about stress, I just want to break real quick to tell you guys one of the many things I do to help the stress in my life, and that is to drink Organifi. So it has adaptogen herbs that can help with a stress response. It can help to lower cortisol. And the Organifi green juice has a full dose of ashwagandha in it. So if you guys are looking for something that's nutritious and delicious, then use that link down below. You can also use the code HEALTHY20 on their website to save 20% off your first order and really have a simple way to just start lowering that stress response in your body. I like to drink mine almost every morning and I usually add a half of lemon in it to just increase that taste or I put it in my smoothie. All right, so I'm gonna go through some hormones really quick and I just want you to keep this bigger picture in mind how all these different hormones can add up together. So normally in our 20s, our testosterone and DHE start to decrease. Then in our 30s, our growth hormone and our progesterone start to decrease. In our 40s and 50s, our estrogen starts to decrease. And what also can happen around the same time that our estrogen is starting to decrease and our body is going through those perimenopause, menopause changes is that our insulin can go up. So when we're not eating well and when we're stressed, our body can't regulate our blood sugar as much. And then when that insulin increases, cortisol can increase. Our hunger hormones can increase. So when we're not eating well, our hormones are not regulated. And this is what leads to that belly fat that we see and that we feel like, where is this coming from? But it's this combination of all these different hormones and a combination of our lifestyle factors of what we're putting into our body and how we're handling stress. Another one, so the two biggest players in belly fat are really insulin. And so what happens is when we eat something that has carbs or sugar is our blood sugar starts to go up because that food is fuel for our body. It's not just to satisfy our cravings, it's actual food, it's energy. So our blood sugar goes up and our pancreas releases the hormone insulin. And what that insulin does is bring the blood, sh the sugar out of the blood and into our cells and into our muscles. But what happens when we're constantly having these blood high blood sugars is the insulin keeps coming out and our pancreas gets tired and our body starts to become resistant to this insulin and our blood sugars stay up. So that's what we want to avoid. So insulin and also thyroid hormones are the two most common that lead to belly fat. And what I want you guys to keep in mind that every bite, everything you put into your mouth is going to determine how your hormones work. It's going to determine how your gut is working. 
And we also want to make sure that we're eating enough fiber to feed that good bacteria in our gut because when our hormones are working well, when our thyroid is working well, when our blood sugar is balanced, when our gut is happy, all those things start to work together and our body functions better. When we're getting enough sleep, when we're not stressed, our body is not going to store as much fat. So we have to make sure that we're really taking that time for self-care. We need to have that time of things that actually refresh and refuel us. Time to wind down. And that is not what our culture is telling us. Our culture is telling us to go, 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 go. And it's not working out for anybody. So I encourage you to sit aside, take some time, pray about it, and really think, what do you need to do to take care of yourself? What does your body actually need? And as we were talking about the gut a little bit, I just want to stress this importance. So when we eat veggies, they have fiber and they can feed good bacteria, good microbes that are in our stomach that we want. And that also helps with our metabolism of estrogen. So we need that for our hormones to function and to also leave our body well. Also, when we're eating more vegetables and more leafy greens is our body becomes a little more alkaline. And what that does is that helps with growth hormones. It helps to increase our vitamin D. It helps to decrease our muscle loss. So we really want to make sure that we're eating well, that we're getting enough fiber. Also, as we're talking about belly fat here, as women start to enter perimenopause, so perimenopause is that time before menopause, and it can be anywhere from a couple years to 10 years. It just really varies a little bit person to person. But normally, we were putting fat on our hips, our butt, our legs. But what tends to happen is we start to go through perimenopause and menopause. When our body puts on fat, it tends to be more in our stomach. And that is sort of how men tend to put on their fat too. So we're having the shift of how our body is depositing our fat. The other thing that also happens around this time, especially when estrogen starts to decrease, which happens closer to that menopause, a lot of people, somewhere around 47, but it really varies, is that we have decreased muscle tissue. And this is where strength training becomes really important. So as we have less muscle tissue, that means our body is going to burn less calories. And that is where if we're eating the same amount and our body is burning less calories because we have less muscle, we're going to be putting on fat. And as we get to that age, we're more likely to put that fat on around our stomach. As you can tell here, there's lots of different pieces that affect this. But one thing I really want you guys to focus on is the insulin. And one thing that you can do is making sure that you're not getting an excessive amount of carbs. But you do want to make sure you get enough carbs because what can happen is women are more sensitive to carb restriction or when we drop our carbs too low and that tends to increase the cortisol in our body and increase that stress response. So we really want to make sure that we're not doing too much. There's a big difference between men and women's bodies and the way that carbs work with them. Men tend to do a lot better on keto. Women tend not to. And it just depends person to person. There are definitely outliers, but we need to keep that in mind. But we want to make sure that we're not having excessive carbs, that we're not having lots of sugar, and that we're managing our stress well, that we're moving our body. And all of this will help our body to regulate our blood sugar better and help us prevent becoming insulin resistant, which is pretty common during that perimenopause and menopause transition. All right, guys. I feel like that was a lot of information, but I'm going to try to give a quick recap so that you guys have some things to really think about after this. One, it really starts with that mindset. 
you have to have hope that you can change, that this can happen because that's going to lead to you taking action. And if you don't have hope, you're not going to take action. And to also have that willingness to be able to change. One of the other things is we have to be watching our sleep and stress because when we're not sleeping enough, when we're stressed, we're going to increase those stress hormones and that's going to lead to that belly fat. We also need to make sure that we are eating well, that we're not eating too many carbs, that we're not eating too much sugar, that we're moving our body and all those things can help with the way our body balances our blood sugar and making sure that we are getting enough fiber, that we're getting enough non-starchy vegetables, leafy green vegetables to really help our gut and how that works with our hormones. So there really is a lot of lifestyle factors here. The other thing, as I touched briefly on thyroid hormone, is to make sure you get that thyroid hormone checked out. So you can check it with your doctor. I have also used an at-home test kit by Pamala Health. I don't know how to say it correctly, but I really like their test kit. And then you can see your own lab numbers because sometimes doctors don't look at your full thyroid panel. And Pamala Health also has some doctors that if you need it, you can use their doctors and they have functional medicine doctors and integrative doctors that might look at those thyroid numbers a little differently. So especially if you're having any symptoms of low thyroid, making sure that you're getting that checked out and treated. All right, so that is all for today. Remember, if you're feeling stuck and feeling like you got these other pieces in your life going, but you're really sort of stuck with your health, set up that free call with me. I also encourage you to head to my Facebook group, Healthy Beyond 40, and get connected in there. I put up free yoga classes and I share when my podcast comes out. I'll ask questions about what are people's healthy habits for the way. It's a great place for community so that you can continue to be inspired and motivated. All right, guys. So take this information and keep on moving.